What comes to your mind when you think of Proverbs 31 from the Bible? It's become a commercial item in many ways. It's printed on t-shirts, coffee mugs, journals, stationery, and used throughout women's ministries and sold in stores. But beyond pretty script fonts and cute designs, what is Proverbs 31 really about? Well, I'm glad you asked because we are going to kick off the new year answering that question today. Who is the Proverbs 31 woman? Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad that you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so that you will always be notified about our new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, Happy New Year. It's hard to believe it's already 2023, am I right? I've spent a lot of time thinking and praying about the direction of this podcast for the new year. And sometimes, if I'm honest with you, even procrastinating through the busyness of the holidays, waiting on a word from the Lord and confirmation to move forward before I made any concrete plans for this new year. But the Lord just kept leading me back over and over to Proverbs 31. So, Who is the Proverbs 31 woman? That is the question for today. If you have never read all of Proverbs 31, then I encourage you to do that. And if you have before, then go back and read it again just to review alongside this podcast today. But either way, most likely, you will probably come away with the same feeling that I always have from this chapter, right? I'm overwhelmed by all that this woman does, finding her completely unrealistic and unattainable, just surface level reading, if I'm completely honest with you. But listen to this. Pastor Adrian Rogers said this, as you read and study this chapter, you might say, I feel so inadequate, but what a wonderful picture. This chapter is just an ideal. And I don't think that there is one of us, male or female, he said, that could reach this ideal, but it's better to reach for an ideal and miss it then aim for mediocrity and hit it squarely. And that's so true, right? As we begin a new year, we need to be challenged and realize it's not about what we do, but it's about who we're doing it for, right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. The Proverbs 31 woman, she understood this. So what can we learn from her? Or rather, it may be more accurate for me to say, what can we learn from them? Because... Most Bible scholars, as I was studying, actually believe that the Proverbs 31 woman may not even be about one specific woman, but it's compiling characteristics of different women that we can look to and be challenged by since no one woman can possibly have all of these gifts and talents, right, in the in the same human being. Or maybe even I've thought many times before the Proverbs 31 woman could have just been different snapshots of the same woman's life over time. So you're single for a season, then you might be a wife, then a mother. Later, you might become a businesswoman, a gardener, a seamstress, and the list can go on and on. Because you and I both know that there is no way in the world that you can be buying fields or growing your family's food when you just had a newborn, right? We all walk through different seasons of mothering and womanhood. So not that we really do those things today as much anyways, right? Like sew our own clothes and such, but you get the idea. 
So you might say, if Proverbs 31 isn't a checklist then for a Christian woman, then what is its purpose? So first, let me give you a little bit of background. In Proverbs 31, verses 1 through 9, we read about a guy named King Lemuel. Now look that up on Google for how you say that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that that's correct. But King Lemuel, who is retelling some of the things that his mother had taught him specifically about how to find a godly wife and what characteristics that he needed to look for. So in verses 10 through 31, he lays out in poem form what we all know to be the verses about the Proverbs 31 woman. He lays out these characteristics that his mother has told him he can find in a virtuous woman. And you might say that they were his mother's expectations. And we know a lot about expectations as moms, right? Christian church culture often says to us as moms that we need to have a certain car that's full of kids and live in a great big house where we love to be the perfect host or the gourmet cooks or the PTO presidents or at least a room mom at our kid's school. We volunteer in the church nursery. We teach Bible studies or at least we're involved in one. We keep a perfectly clean house. And not to mention, we still make time for friendships and taking meals to the sick or to our friends that just had a baby. And then on top of all of that, still find time to work from our homes or in the office and provide in some way. So that's a lot, right? Whoa, that's that's a lot for anybody to even fathom doing all those things. And even though that none of these things are bad, None of us as women and moms can do all of this, right, and be all of these things, realistically. Plus, even if I could or you could, we would be so unrelatable to other women if we had all of these things together all the time. Because we all have things that we're good at, that we excel in, right, that we're passionate about. And then we all have struggles and shortcomings, too. But that's real. That's honest, right? And let me just put your mind at rest, because none of these things that I just mentioned, these expectations, are really necessary to be a quote-unquote Proverbs 31 woman. You might say, okay, Mallory, I hear what you're saying. So I don't have to buy fields. I don't have to sew my kids' clothes. I don't even have to be a homeschool mom or whatever other expectations that you've put on yourself. Then what do I need to do to be a Proverbs 31 woman who is living for the Lord And worthy of praise, like it says in this chapter in verse 30. Well, I'm glad that you asked, because I have two really simple things today. First of all, in the beginning verses 10 and 11 in Proverbs 31, we learn that this virtuous woman, or women, as we've talked about, is wise and said to be worth more than rubies. I'm quoting that. This reference to rubies, if you've spent some time in the book of Proverbs before, is referenced all throughout the book of Proverbs, referring to wisdom and understanding what is truly important in life. An example is Proverbs 3.15, talking about wisdom. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to her. So all throughout the book of Proverbs, it's comparing gold and silver and jewels and rubies and all these things that they do not compare with the worth of being a wise individual, in our case, a wise woman. So it's not about having money. It's not about having things or status. It's about your character. It's about your virtue, your moral strength, your honesty, and your ability to make wise 
decisions to follow the Lord's path for your life and not the world's, right? Because they're going to tell you, you need this, you need to have the house, you need to have this car, you need to have this much money and this much things. Proverbs says the complete opposite of that, to live a wise life for the Lord. Pastor Adrian Rogers said, God does not compare this woman in Proverbs 31 with a diamond. A diamond catches and reflects light, but a ruby has the inner glow. Its beauty is rare and it comes from the inside. So this leads us to our next point. The Proverbs 31 woman is wise and of high moral character, but she also realizes that it's not the things that you do or how you look on the outside that matter. Verse 28 says, Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. So why do the kids call her blessed? Why does the husband praise her? Well, in verses 29 and 30, it says, Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. I'm sure you've heard that verse. It's the one like I read in the beginning of this podcast You've seen scripted on, you know, T-shirts and sweatshirts and all the things. But what this is really saying is your beauty will fade. Your kids are going to grow up. Things are going to change throughout your life. But you don't have to worry about checking off a list or staying ahead of the latest trends that the world sets or having so much money. All this verse says that is required to be praiseworthy, like when her husband and her kids are praising her, is just that she loved Jesus and she feared and she respected the Lord enough to spend time with him and let him lead her and let him lead you as you're listening to this into the things that God would have you to do. So all these things that you read about this woman or these women, that the things that they did, they did as an act of worship to the Lord, to serve their families, to be honest in their business deals and all these things that you read about the Proverbs 31 woman, because we can all find plenty of great things to do, right? We could make a list of wonderful things that we could do on paper, right, in the Christian community for our kids, for others, for our careers, whatever it might be. And they can sound and they can look really good. But if we don't get this part right about it is about loving Jesus and having a relationship with him, that is what is the purpose behind all the things that we do, then we miss it completely. We must be women that are more concerned about spending time with Jesus than we are about with our busy schedules and caring what others think. Can you, Can I get an amen here? I get in my head all the time about worrying about if I'm doing enough. What do others think about me? You know, what can I do to be a better mom? What can I do to be a better wife? But really, the more time that you're reading your Bible, the more time that you're spending with Jesus, we can become these rare rubies of wisdom and high moral character that will ultimately make us what we need to be, these Proverbs 31 women. It's not about the to-do list, the checklist. I said this earlier, and I'll say it again. It's not so much what you do or what this Proverbs 31 woman did, but it's about who she was, who we are on the inside, and the fruit that we produce, that she produced with her life because of the source that it's coming from, right? She was just trying to live for the Lord. 
That was her only goal. And then everything else fell under that. She wasn't trying to live by the world's standards. She was too wise to be tricked by the lie that Satan tells that busyness or seeking the approval of others would bring her happiness, that we have to be perfect. She knew only life connected to Jesus is going to lead to satisfaction. And that is where you need to be and where I need to be as I begin this new year. Because everyday moms like you and me, We're not perfect, right? I know I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. But we can be women who actively choose to live our lives for Jesus and share him with our kids, right? Even in our struggles and even where we fall short in our sins, we can share that with our kids and we can share how we are each day trying to get better and spending that time with the Lord. So over the next few months, I'm going to be calling a series of interviews, faithful everyday moms that are trying to do these things like we've talked about today, not for the checklist or the approval of others, but to honor God, walk in wisdom, and be sharing that with their kids. If someone comes to your mind when you think of a faithful everyday mom, or maybe it's you, maybe you have a story that you want to share, please let me know this through email or social media. I would love to hear from you about potentially coming on to interview with me. That contact info is going to be in the show notes, or you can always get a hold of me through social media or on our website at faithful31moms.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening as we start off a new year. And if you have not subscribed to our podcast so that you can be updated when new episodes like this one come out, please subscribe today and be sure and follow me at faithful31moms on Instagram so that you can catch all the latest. Thanks again and have a blessed day.